This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Good morning. Wait, 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 wait. Waking you up. Every morning. Get up. Get the F up. It's Tucker and Mora. Is too much pornography a bad thing? If there's one thing that COVID-19 has changed in my life, uh-huh. is the amount of porn I'm watching. Because, you know, there's a lot of eyes and people in my house right now. Right. And it's a bit of a bit of a porn blocker. I feel like I if so. there's a will, there's a way, Tucker. <laughs> yeah, there is. You're, you're right. You're right. It's just, uh, I would say uh, the pandemic has reduced the amount of pornography I watch. By the way, I'm not a guy who watches porn. Uh, unless I have like a mission to accomplish, right? You know? You're not just I'll throwing it, it on while you're I cooking dinner. I do my dinner. thing. <laughs> I shut it off. I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, I'm going to keep watching this to see how it ends. It's like right. I, I, I turn it right off. I don't. It doesn't matter if I'm three minutes into a seven minute clip. I, I don't care. I don't okay. need to see the last four minutes. And I'm not uh-huh. watching porn on the TTC normally. I'm not like a porn guy. Okay. You know. Okay. So I, I'm probably not the person you're talking about, but anyway, well, what do you got for us? I think some some people are watching more pornography during the pandemic because they're just at home and bored and alone, oh. maybe having more alone time, right? If I lived alone, man, my porn habits would skyrocket for sure. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. So experts have just found out that the more porn you watch, the more likely you are to have performance issues in bed, like erectile dysfunction, okay? The more you watch porn, the less you like the sex that you're actually having. Only 65%, this number really freaked me out, 65% of men who watch porn rated sex with a partner to be more stimulating than the porn. Only 65% of men said that. So they're saying that actually the pornography is more stimulating than sex with their partner. Okay. 23% of guys under the age of 35 have had issues where they couldn't stay excited enough to perform. And they think it's because the pornography gets more explicit over time, but sex with your partner does not generally get more explicit over time. Um, and uh, it, that therefore the sex doesn't lead to the same arousal that you're having when you're alone watching some video that's crazy, right? Yeah. You see where I'm uh, going? You bring with up this? some interesting thoughts and I know I know our very own professor has his own theories on pornography and actually uh I don't know if we have time to get into it right now. We want to hear about the uh what's it called again? Your the experiment. libidino. The Jamadini, the Kundalini, Kundalini. the Kundalini, sorry, the Kundalini. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Kundalini is is not something you order at an Italian restaurant. (laughs) It is what, Bundes? What is it? It's it's your it's your sexual energy. It's the creative kind of energy that runs through your body and through meditation and um, not orgasming on, on like a regular basis, you can kind of raise mm. this energy up and use it to do better things with your life. Be ah. more energetic, be more creative, just focus yeah. that energy in different places. 
Have before we get to your update, yeah. have you come to a conclusion on whether or not it's helped you, or is it still a work in progress? Uh, I still, I still think I have more more work to do with it, but I I do notice a difference. Oh, okay. Yes. Is it a positive or negative difference? Oh. Kundalini, best served al dente with a Caesar salad on the side. <laughs> Our producer Bundes has been conducting a little bit of a personal experiment mm-hmm. where he has, at one point, in fact, he touched on this a while ago, and we kind of forgot about it, but he was motivated to see if he can be a better person by orgasming less. Yeah. Is that pretty much it? <laughs> I mean, yeah. you put it like that, it's pretty you, simple, but, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're going to watch less it. porn. Yeah, you're going to explain it and complicate the whole thing in two seconds. But why did you want to do that? Why, why, why did you want to uh, orgasm less? It kind of happened naturally. Um, I found that I, at the beginning of this whole pandemic, was hitting the hub a little too often. Okay. And okay. I found that I I wasn't enjoying like you were discussing in your story mm-hmm. sex with somebody in real life as much anymore. I was finding wow. that I was losing interest. Wow. And that's uh, Probably because with with the hub, you can go from video to video to video and get different women or whatever it is you're into. Like you sure. can just get a variety of different things that are constantly stim- stimulating you. The dopamine is constantly going off, and then when you have someone in real life, it's one yep. person, and it's you know a lot more basic, and it, you're not getting mm-hmm. the same kind of. And those endorphins aren't rushing the same. From there, I decided, okay, let's let's lay off that, and then I was doing some research on Gnosticism, and I started reading up about kundalini energy and like the chi Mm -hmm. and just and how it affects your life and what you can do with it and it just kind of naturally happened where i was like oh i I gotta lay off the hub and i just read all this interesting information put the two together and let's try something let's see if i can do something with this and okay so so this started as you just trying to have more better sex okay the initial goal was just to like have better sex with a human being as opposed to you know yourself yes and then you realize there could be additional benefits from this yes exactly because of kundalini yes and it's not something that just great (laughs) symphony conductor From the 1700s, no. uh, Kundalini could put a song together. Let me tell you. <laughs> what does so, ku- like tell us the Kundalini like it, that? What does Kundalini mean? It is this like cosmic life force energy that is within all of us. It's represented a lot of the times by by like if you look. Oh my god. It's a serpent. It, it, you'll see it a lot in like ancient imagery and paintings and stuff like that. You see this serpent, these twin intertwined serpents. And the whole idea is this kundalini energy sits at the bottom of your lower chakra. Mm-hmm. And the idea is you want to tap that serpent on the head and raise it. And that's why you see these two, these two serpents intertwining all the time. You raise that up your chakra system where the two heads meet in your third eye. And it creates this conscious right. sort of energy where you see the world in a new way. You're, you're illuminated. This is why pharaohs in Egypt, you always see the serpents coming out of their ah. head. This is, this is what the kundalini energy is. I tried. 
I honestly, I tried. That was the best fade in of that song I've ever heard. You really did try. I tried. It was, I was so like subtle. It was so I was subtle. just like, I, was, I wanted to. I wanted to get to the end of that, and then I couldn't. I couldn't stop myself. To Bundes' credit, I will tell you that Sting, yeah. Sting, the musical artist that is Sting, is like a kundalini master and he has mastered the art of this and really it ties into like tantric sex where you don't orgasm and you hold that energy in and apparently what is supposed to happen is your whole entire sexual experience is supposed to feel like one big orgasm even though you're not even having one is that correct bundes yes that's very correct that feeling that feeling of orgasming is this energy that is within you about to release so if you if you hold it in and don't let it out, you and then you try to raise it up your body, and you can create this body, oh. this like huge orgasm throughout your whole spiritual whole being. Body, yes. yes, and it also provides yeah. more energy and more creative <laughs> kinds of um, thinking. Okay, so that's the goal. Yes. That's the end goal. Yes, and now the question is. Did it work? Do you do you notice a difference, or are you slotting back into your old hub days? Uh, no, I I've been pretty good with with the no hub. I have not watched it in a long time now, um, and I have noticed a difference. I feel more energetic throughout the day, and I have noticed that I have been more creative. I was also finding that at the beginning of this pandemic, I was in a little bit of a slump creatively. Like I wasn't writing as much in terms of music or creating as much. Mm-hmm. And after I started practicing this, I noticed that my ideas started to flow a little bit better. So so mm. far so good. I think I I think I still need to do more meditation with this um, this Kundalini energy to kind of really okay. bring it to fruition. But yes, yeah, so far I, I I would say benefits. But you're hitting that snake in the head and I'm it's t- rising I'm up. I'm tapping it. I'm tapping it on the head. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Like literally, when was the last time you were on the hub? And the hub is, by the way, is like a it's a porn site. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say almost two, no, about six weeks ago, a month and a half. Wow. wow. Really? Yeah. Huh? Very huh? good for you, Bondis. I It was my understanding that you needed to have a partner to work on this with, though, like somebody who was also interested in tapping the serpent on the head. Uh, that is what tantric sex is, is when you're doing it with a partner. Ah. But you don't, you don't need a partner to raise the kundalini energy yourself. You can do it yourself. You can okay. do it yourself. But if you hmm. want to have that tantric kind of like, like two souls intertwining into one kind of experience, that's what tantric sex is, yes. Mm. Wow. Wow. Huh. Good. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What do you say to that, eh? Nothing. I got nothing. That's it. Have you ever wanted to know what would happen if you tried to smoke a cigarette on a plane in the bathroom? (laughs) Oh. Do oh it. yeah! God, that is smoke detectors. They can't really have smoke detectors on a plane, can they? I it's mean, like they don't really have those special dye packs in a pool that will change your urine into a different color, so everyone will see that you peed in there. Exactly. That doesn't exist, right? It's all fake. No, of course, of course, they have smoke detectors in uh, in planes. There were, I remember there was a story like these two women got really drunk and then tried to smoke on a plane, and it, they were headed to an all inclusive uh, resort somewhere in the Caribbean, and they were on the East Coast, I think, from Halifax, and the plane literally turned around, and everyone like got delayed on their trip because these. Girls were out of control. So Okay, okay. What's the latest okay. on this? Okay, so a 47-year-old man from Hamilton, huh? 
is facing charges after a Swoop Airlines flight from Edmonton to Hamilton had to land in Thunder Bay because Mm. he decided to light up a cigarette in the bathroom. The alarm goes off, okay? And this guy... <laughs> Who gets love- the alarm now? Do we know where it goes off? Is it like in the cockpit? There's a little light that starts no, it flashing. Goes in the bathroom. It goes off in the bathroom. Oh, really? And- so it'll be like, it'll make noise and people will hear it around. Yes. But I love how thing. he played it. He played it like like it was no, like he didn't know why it was going off. And then he went and returned to his seat and acted like he did nothing wrong. Yeah. And then, malfunction. Uh- <laughs> some kind of malfunction in there. And then the flight attendants went in, had a look and could see that he had had a smoke in there. And they they landed in Thunder Bay and it delayed everyone. He was arrested. When they were when they landed. Okay, like I'm not saying that you should smoke on a plane. You shouldn't do that. But I mean, if you're gonna smoke on a plane, why wouldn't you use a vape? Uh huh. That's yeah. That was. I, that's something I wanted to ask you, Bundes. Have you ever tried to vape on a plane? I have. Yeah, of course I have. <laughs> I vape everywhere I go. I'm I always I'm do. always low key hitting that thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. I, know I actually he's a stealth vapor. Bundes <laughs> yeah. is a stealth vapor. You could probably teach a class on how to get away because Bundes is not the guy who walks down the sidewalk and then you know emits a giant plume of smoke or vape you know in the air. You'd never know when this guy's uh, sucking on his little yeah. toy there. Where does on a plane. the smoke go, Bundes? Like, how is it that you don't have any smoke that comes out of your mouth? Oh. It's a water vapor that gets heated up. So if you just hold it in a little bit longer, it just dissipates in your in your lungs, which is probably not a good thing either. Yeah. But you know, it sounds, sounds exactly what you're not supposed to do. Sounds like something you're not supposed to do. Hold it in. Hold it in. We just got a text arrested. from Sloan. She says, why not vape in the plane bathroom and blow the smoke directly into the toilet as you flush? (laughs) (laughs) What happens is that people just think you're constantly flushing because you ate something really bad. (laughs) Okay, there's a tip for you. Is that a tip? Is that really, like, are we going to pass that on? (laughs) Jackie says, who the F wants to stick your face that close to a toilet on a plane? (laughs) And Mike? Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we're just on our final approach to Toronto. Uh, If you could... uh Put your tables up and return your seat to the upright position. We'd appreciate it. Also, if you're in the bathroom, make sure to vape into the toilet and time it exactly as you flush in order to avoid detection. We'll see you on the ground. That actually doesn't work. Mike sent us a text. He works for an airline, and he says the smoke detector will still go off in the bathroom even if you're vaping. So many people still try to smoke or vape, and they get caught all the time, he says. Uh, Sir Captain again, uh, responding to that text message we received. Um, there are obviously those people that are getting caught have bad flush to exhale timing. Uh, there can be no delay. You need to time that perfectly. In fact, I encourage you to practice in your home with your own toilet. And we'll see you on the next flight. There you go. Very interesting. And here's a question. Is Professor Bundes ready to buy a starter home in the suburbs 
<laughs> and have a baby with his Friday night casual lady friend. Oh. <laughs> it was all happening this past weekend, but we want to know what happened. I mean, yeah. we, we all know about the casual uh, lady friend, the Friday night casual lady friend who mm-hmm. comes by Fridays after 7 p.m., checks mm-hmm. out before 11 a.m. the next day. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then all of a sudden there's like a housewarming party on a Saturday. And by the uh, way, they just had a baby to see. Yeah. Ooh. And I think what we discovered last on Friday is that party is like a strong word to use. It was just like the couple. It was a double it date. Was a, it was a double date. Yeah. I mean, double I, would date you, at their new house. Would you call yeah. it a party? No, 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 no. <laughs> not a party. Not I par- think what we call it. Is Operation Domestication. I mean, that's exactly what this is. Right, Phase right. one of Operation Domestication complete. Yes. So were you completely out of your element, Bundes? Yeah, it was so not my thing, guys. Like the suburb little double day get together thing. It's not my thing. Like I'm 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 a city guy. I like to party with the boys, hit the club, riding in the vet, you know, like it's just not my thing. Uh-huh. Mm. But you know what? To to be fair, it didn't turn out as bad as I initially expected it to be. Oh! Now, I, I what ended up happening, and I think it worked in my favor, was on on Friday when we were talking about this. I was kind of saying like I was a little worried about having to go here. Not to mention that the Friday night lady friend, since this party, this little get together is on a Saturday afternoon, is probably not going to check out at eleven a.m. the next morning. He's going right. to kick it all day with me. Yeah. And then yeah. go to this barbecue and then kick it all night with me again Saturday night, right? Yeah. yeah. Double header, double header, right there. So check this out. <laughs> Friday morning, as we're talking about this on the radio, mm-hmm. my Friday yeah. night lady friend decides to go to an outdoor boot camp gym thing. She, she's into fitness, and she hasn't been to a gym in a while, and they're doing this outdoor yeah. boot camp thing. So she's up in the morning, and she texts me later that, saying, hey, heard the show this morning. You guys are sounding great. And in my head, all I hear is Bray screeching. What, what, oh, do you yeah. mean, what do you mean you heard the show? What part of the show did you hear exactly? Yes. Warning. Warning. <laughs> <laughs> this is an alert of the listening to you on the radio. Operation. <laughs> no, that's like a huge red flag eh, right there. You know, sometimes we, I got to say, sometimes we forget uh, that people in our lives listen to this show. Yeah. Because like, we'll have a conversation and be like, oh, yeah, I guess you could totally just have heard that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like weird. We were having a private conversation on the radio and she happened to just eavesdrop on it. How dare she? Okay. So what was her reaction to that? She mustn't have been thrilled. That's the thing is she didn't bring anything up. She just said we sounded great and she didn't get into specifics. So I thought, okay, maybe it was a different part of the show. Yeah, that she heard. Been. She could didn't have been. hear that yeah. conversation. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing was, come Saturday morning, it's not even 11 a.m. And she's like, hey, I'm going to go. I got some things to do. I want to get some desserts and bring. And I was like, what? You're leaving? You're not going to stick around all day? She gave me my free space on that. <gasps> She was oh. gone by like 9.30 a.m. And I didn't have to see her again until 3 p.m. in the afternoon before we went out. <laughs> I didn't have to see her again. Like it's a job. Yeah. Like, oh, I got a, I, my boss let me off for like seven straight hours. <laughs> and then we, okay. we, go, we go to the barbecue. And okay. uh, it, they were like, they were very lovely hosts. You know, it was nice. We had barbecue burgers and beer. Like, you know, you're going to win me over with that. And there's okay. nothing wrong with that. Um, I yeah. did not. I was not. The baby was not forced upon me. I did not have to hold the baby, which was cool. 
Did oh, you that's hold probably a, baby? a COVID thing too, right? Like uh, you can't hold babies, right, during a pandemic. Yeah, no, they don't toss not. babies around like they used to. No. <laughs> um, and the other great thing is, she, like, I didn't even say, "Hey, like, it's time to go." She had like a like she had like a like a watch on. Basically, come three hours, oh. she was like, "Okay, I think it's time to go." And I'm like, "Who is this girl? Whoa. Maybe I should wife her up." You know what I mean? Like, she's looking oh. out for me here. <laughs> three hours yeah. in, she's like, "It's time to go." I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> And I got back to You know the what, though? You know what? You say you maybe you should wife her up. If she becomes your wife, she's going to want to live in the same house as you. Just so <laughs> you know. Like, I'm pretty sure you're not going to be able to have, like, two separate condos. You will have to combine into one. You're going to need, well, a, need a bigger house then. You know, Tim yeah. Burton and his wife have the two separate houses with the bridge in between. Yeah. And Bill Gates could probably do that too if he wanted to, but we're dealing with Bundus here. And, his... <laughs> and a budget. We're on a bu- Bundus budget. Bundus we budget. just got a text yeah. from Lisa. She says, of course the Friday Night Lady Friend listens to the show every day. Of course she does. She's getting information about the relationship. Seems that way because she was very calculated. I was very impressed. It was like all the things I was feared that were were going to happen over the weekend. She actively made sure that it didn't. Not to mention, she did come back with me to my place on Saturday night, but she didn't get in my face. I just like turned on the Xbox and I started playing some video games. And she just sat over there for a bit. She didn't even bother me. She just let me do my own thing. I was like, who are you? What's going on here? Any other messages you want her to hear indirectly (laughs) through our conversation on the radio that you can just like pass on? Uh I wish my wife would listen to the radio. Maybe I could pass on some things to her. But how I'd like our relationship to be operating. Oh. Well, Ian sent us a text and he says, Bonus, it sounds like you got a stage five clinger, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Stage five. I don't know. It seemed like it seemed like the message was delivered through, you know, in a way that we uh, we we weren't expecting. I'm glad you had a good weekend. Thanks, guys. We already heard that the province of British Columbia is encouraging people to use barriers uh, between each other if they're going to have random sexual hookups, a.k.a., as they put it, glory holes. Mm -hmm. Now they've been applauded by the porn industry. In fact, the good people at YouPorn have reached out (laughs) to the Minister of Health of British Columbia Uh to extend uh, an offer. And uh, I want to read the letter here okay this is from the president of you porn this comes right from the top of the organization all right they want to help they want to help people in british columbia <laughs> i i feel like this should be a national thing but right now it seems to be focused on the west they write uh the president charlie hughes writes dear minister at you porn we highly value the importance of considerate sexual exploration and release in our daily lives even more so during COVID-19. We Mm -hmm. applaud the BC Center of Disease Control's guide for its recommendation of the use of glory holes during intercourse to limit face-to-face contact during sex in the name of safety. Mm -hmm. The BC CDC states, sex can be very important for mental, social, and physical well-being. It is part of everyday life. People can, will, and should continue to have sex during COVID-19. We more than anyone know this to be true and are absolutely in agreement with you. And this is what they're offering to do, Maura. Okay. This is... uh 
A very generous offer, actually. Uh, they say, we are aligned with the BCCDC and would like to extend an offer of our support in an effort to continue to flatten the curve without foregoing sexual pleasure to help provide people with a safe option for engaging in sexual activity. We'd like to offer the province of British Columbia a grant of $100,000 yes. to support the building of glory holes across <laughs> the province. <laughs> Wait a second. They're going to give $100,000 to the province of BC to so they can go and individually build glory holes in people's homes? Well, that's the thing that I'm a little unclear of. I kind of feel like they're hoping that they're going to build like glory holes that can be used in public places, maybe. Oh. It didn't specifically say in the privacy of people's homes. It literally just says we'd like to offer the province of BC a grant of a hundred grand to support the building of glory holes across the province. What that means, you know, this uh, it's a little uh, gray. It's a little gray. The whole the yeah. whole time you're reading this note, I'm picturing him trying to write it and some porn star walking into his office, <laughs> <laughs> hooking up with him, you know, because that's what happens yeah. in the movie. Somebody's trying to get some work done. Next thing you know, I'm hooking up with somebody. See, I have a completely different visual in my head. I imagine a guy over an old-fashioned typewriter just working away on this letter. Uh-huh. Dear Minister... <laughs> And $100,000 for the province of British Columbia. And furthermore... (laughs) Wait, where's the sex? Yeah, there's no sex. He's just like this old old guy. He's got like a cigar in his mouth. He's trying to meet the deadline. He's got to get it off quickly. He's the president of you porn. (laughs) Somebody's coming in there to hook up with him. He's done it all already. He's tired of all that. He's tired. He's anyway. Uh, I do love how uh, the president uh, finished the letter, and I think this is a play on words here. It says, "Hope to see you on the other side." Oh, nice. Is he talking about the pandemic, or is he talking about the barrier? Right. Only Charlie Hughes, the president of Uporn, knows for sure. I wonder how many Bundes stories. Oh, we could yeah. hear about things he did when he was young <laughs> and dumb that he regrets today. I, I wonder just, if you even regret some of them. Do you regret some of them? Not really. I oh. mean, there's some that kind of like ended up, you know, bad, like me in a jail cell at the end of the night. Yeah. But um, <laughs> you don't regret that, eh? Wow. No, because like all of it, all of it shapes and molds you into the character that you become. You know what mm. I mean? Like, I, had I not had that happen to me potentially something worse could have happened. Maybe right. I would have ended up dead, yeah. you know? So you kind of smarten up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you'd be the CEO of, like, this huge company and uh, <laughs> all that provided a distraction in your life away from what you could have been doing. I mean, we call you the professor because you know a lot. Uh, you know a little bit about a lot. And uh, who knows where you could have channeled that energy. Right? Give us, give us uh, before we take another call here, we're just talking about things you did as a kid that you regret today, or when you were young, I should say. Uh, what's a, like, give us a classic Bundus story, classic. buffoonery. Classic buffoonery. <laughs> hmm. Which should I pick? Hmm, Tucker? Let me go through the memory uh, bank. Spin the wheel of buffoonery. The- <laughs> Where do we land? <laughs> well, once upon a time, a young Bundus was partying with his boys. I think we were about, like, 18 years old, and, um... 
this is like we had fake IDs and we were going to the club and we decided to get a hotel in downtown Toronto prior to going to the club to have like, you know, the before party and the after party. Right. Oh, yeah. You made the pilgrimage from Markham. Yeah. You guys were lighting it up. We were lighting it up, right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I put the hotel in my name. It's under my name, my credit card. Mm-hmm. And all the guys are in there. We have some girls with us and we're having a good time. We're drinking, getting the, getting that night started real early. And um, young boys get rowdy when they're drinking. So yeah. we decided, mm-hmm. I, I, w- I was a little worried about the property within the hotel room itself. I didn't want any tables or anything broken, right? So I'm like, guys, let's go out in the hallway. Like, take it into the hallway, right? Because like, we're, we're wrestling and stuff. Wrestling. <laughs> 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 oh, great. Okay. So much testosterone in that room, right? Yeah, Let's bring it out. <laughs> Watch the table, man. You're going to anything in the room. Let's go wrestle in the hallway. Oh, be great for the other guests on this floor. Don't break the gray use bottles, guys. Underwear thrown out the window. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so now we're we're out in the hallway, and I don't know what possessed my buddy to do this, but one of them saw a fire extinguisher, so he picked the fire extinguisher up. Yeah. And there was another fire extinguisher at the other end of the hallway. And the other buddy grabbed that fire extinguisher. <laughs> and then they proceeded. Oh, no, you didn't. I'm going to grab one, too. <laughs> <laughs> then they proceeded to battle each other by firing the fire extinguisher at each other. Oh, really? Within seconds, you could not see two inches in front of you. It was just a white cloud of smoke throughout the entire floor of the hallway. Yeah. That Next- stuff oh. is a nightmare to get off, by the way. Oh, yeah. Like a nightmare. Oh, yeah. Next thing you know, the fire, the fire alarm starts going off in the building. And then the entire hotel was evacuated onto King Street in downtown Toronto. Cop cars show up. Fire was everybody partying up. on the street? <laughs> Evacuation party! Not a single one of my friends. None of them cared. They're like they're laughing the whole time, and I'm the only one that's a little worried because the hotel's in my name. Yeah, like it's on my credit card, right? I I felt I felt really guilty, so I went up to the firefighters and I'm like, "Hey guys, you know, I, I saw some idiot kids playing with with fire extinguishers. I don't think there was an actual fire. I just think it was some dumb kids doing something stupid." Mm-hmm. I don't know how there was never any repercussions. I never got like you know hit with a check. You know, really, nothing ever happened. Yeah, so I, maybe the, all that smoke from the fire extinguishers blocked out the cameras in the hallway. Yeah, um, but yeah. I just, I just have this visual of you having that conversation with the firefighters, but your face and your V-neck chest is yeah. just covered in white powder. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Almost like a kid with chocolate all over their mouth saying, I didn't eat any chocolate. You know? <laughs> was it me? Was it me? Was it me? Oh, I saw some dumb kids playing with the fire extinguishers. And meanwhile, your eyelashes are white. <laughs> oh. Wow. I can't believe it. Unbelievable. Yeah, but he doesn't regret it. I, this story doesn't really fit in with the narrative of what we were trying to do. We're trying to show people like have remorse when they get older and realize of all the stupid things they did. But for Bundus, it shaped him into the person he is today. Yeah, we, we still laugh about it all the time when we get together with the boys. Yeah. yeah. Would you be willing to pay for more matches on Tinder? 
It looks like they're actually about to start selling matches. They're going to be offering a platinum subscription. It's going to have two features. One is going to let you message people before you've matched with them by attaching notes to your super likes that you send out. And the other mm. is called prioritize likes where you're going to jump, you're going to jump right to the top of people's feed. So anyone uh, you liked will see you before they see any non-platinum members, okay? But it's going to cost you $18 a month. Would you oh. pay for it? Uh, I mean, I would do anything to, uh, if I was single. I mean, I would... Uh, $18? Sure, a month? I'd pay more than that for uh, Netflix and Amazon Prime, you know? Uh, Sure. sure. The thing is, so I don't. I don't know if I want to be like right at the top because I feel like people are more judgmental at the beginning. They're like, nah, 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 and then they keep going down. They're like, oh, I guess oh, there isn't yeah. a whole lot here. Might <laughs> as well be like, all right, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. Is that the way it like, works I, I for want, you, Bundes? Definitely. Like, you don't want to be at the top because you're you're expecting like you have high hopes when you first start, oh. right? Yeah. So you yeah, might get a yeah, pretty yeah. good one right off the top, but you're like, I can do better, and you keep swiping. You yeah. want you want yeah, a couple realize, duds before you show up. You know what you I mean? Want the yeah. duds. Yeah. Yeah. The game. <laughs> yeah. I would pay eighteen dollars a month to take the the most unliked people on Tinder and have them be the first ten above me, and then when they get to me, then they're like, Oh my god, those guys are such losers. Look at this guy. He's bald. But you know. Seems like he's got an okay face. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I never thought yeah. of it that way. Strategic placement is more important than being at the top. the top. So just surrounded by losers. That should be what it is. <laughs> uh, uh, that's what Bundes' life is like on Tinder. He's surrounded by, by losers lo- all yes, the time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'd be the loser. I would just, put above or below him. Yeah, I'd pay, I'd pay, I'd pay 18, 18 bucks. Right. <laughs> just uh, to have Tucker in front of me. <laughs> wow! Oh, there you if go. If I were you, I'd do it, man. I'd do it. <laughs> A little cushion. It's cushioning, right? Yeah. That's what it's yeah, called. Yeah, it's cushioning. Exactly. Man, I saw our producer, Professor Chris Bundes, yesterday in person for the first time since I guess the middle of March. Mm-hmm. Or end of March is when we uh, started working from our homes. And uh, what I saw shocked me, Maura. I was shocked. What happened? We uh, we met up in the underground garage at work. And uh, I felt like we were. it was like a drug deal or something. Yeah, sounds like <laughs> it. Because I needed him to grab me a little something that I've been jonesing for for the last few months. Your nerd and glasses? And I'm not allowed in the building. I can't go in the building. I can't go in. So I'm like, hey, let's meet in the underground garage and you can throw it in my car and then I'll speed off. And it's just, it's my glasses. It's, yeah. um, my glasses I wear. Yeah. I have like an old pair I've been wearing for the last three months, but they're pretty nerdy looking. They're like grandpa glasses. Yeah, these ones are better. These ones are better. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I saw him, Mora. <laughs> he was... He he was a slob. He was a slob. He was wearing sweatpants. Uh, he he just let himself go. He let like, himself go. 
<laughs> Mark just sent us a text. He said, socks and sandals? Question mark? Pretty much. Ba- he might as, well, might as well have. Rock bottom. And it wasn't like a cool suit. Like, you know, like uh, sometimes we'll run into someone like John Derringer or something in our building. And he's got yeah. like like a cool Adidas you know, track, track suit on, suit on yeah. or something. It, was, it wasn't like that. It was like waist down, Bundus gave up. <laughs> wait, wait. Because we only see him waist up. <laughs> yeah, we know? only see him waist up on the FaceTime, but... So you're, it's like everybody else at work these days on yeah. Zoom conference calls and stuff like that. But were they cool, like drop crotch jogging pants? Eh, they were ish. They, they were workout like uh, joggers. So like they were fitted like and cuffed around and tight around okay, the ankle. Okay, well there yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah. Let's just say this: it's not something he would have wore pre-pandemic. No, no, that's no. for sure. There's literally nobody in here in the morning. <laughs> Right? It's yeah. like, why am I going to get dressed up to impress, like, who? I'm just wasting my good clothes and then throwing them in the wash and yeah. then they're, like, wearing out. Nah. You get the track Your pants. good <laughs> clothes. A pair of jeans versus sweatpants? Like, they wash the same. Wow. Yeah. I just didn't think Bundus was someone who would be doing that like yeah you're you're such yeah. a you know you remember your your monaco shirt sure. le chemise terrible sure. like yeah. y- you have yeah. these shirts that you spend like a hundred euros on you are a bit of a fashionista trust me i never thought i would be like this either it just got to a point where it was like <laughs> what is the point right you know and i kind of yeah. just like gave up i got tired of like getting dressed for nobody plus he had like a business dress shirt on, all buttoned up, and then no. he had it tucked into his loose sweatpants. No, no. no. <laughs> and a tie. He had a tie on. It was like a full suit up top, and then sweatpants on the bottom. Was it flip flops on the bottom? What were on the feet? I had uh, Adidas Sambas on. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, well, that's some good. sneakers. If yeah. you had said Crocs, I would have said, <laughs> you're fired. I just, I, I swear to you, I was not, I'm not exaggerating. I was taken aback. Like, I, I hadn't seen the guy in three and a half months face to face. It was a little weird, wasn't it, Bundus? Actually uh, seeing you? Yeah, it was kind of like, yo, I know you, but it's like, what's up, dude? Like, yeah. do, do we say what's up? Do we yeah. shake hands? Like, I, I don't Did you yeah. hug? No. No, no, no. No, no, because we're, you know, safe distance. It, it was almost like I ran into Bundus's doppelganger. Like, the Bundus I know is the one I see on the video screen every morning right, it's not right. the guy i see in person right and then i saw the sweatpants i'm like who is this man <laughs> asking me my package that i've been looking for you know yeah well i feel like everyone's going to be experiencing this because we've gone months and months and months not seeing people in person and then you have like mm. a little moment where you have to pick something up from the office and you see someone and you wonder what's the reaction like do i look different <laughs> wow anyway good to see you buttness look great Thanks. Thanks. It's good Maybe to see put you in too. an effort next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, had you told me in advance you were coming, I would have gotten yeah. dressed up for you. Aww. That's true. That's true. I didn't give him any warning. So, what do you expect? There is a condo building complex in Toronto called City Place, and it has been renamed. Shh. Oh my God! <laughs> I, 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 it's like a comedy routine. We're not going to get this right. Oh, just like failure. Okay. I'm ready. I thought you were ready. But this wasn't ready. I was looking up. I was looking up something. Oh man! Okay. Okay. One more try. One more try. Okay. Rewind here. Here we go. There is a condo building complex in Toronto called City Place, and it has been renamed (laughs) T Place. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. We get it. We get it. Okay. Okay. Was that not the condo complex? That was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was the best.
best one. Was that yeah, not the complex that you used to live in, Tucker, when yeah. you uh, first moved to Toronto? When I first yeah. moved to Toronto in 2015, I uh, moved into a condo uh, right at uh, Telegram Muse, right by the Sobeys and uh, Fort York, I guess. So uh, why do they have this new nickname? You're going to be glad you don't live there anymore. They replaced all of the toilets with high-efficiency toilets that apparently overflow on the regular, okay? Like, they're causing major overflow problems. Oh, man. And you have to use a special plunger to plunge it. You literally cannot use a regular plunger. It will not work. You have to go down to the front desk and ask for the pazooka, which is what it's called. (laughs) The pazooka... Yeah, yeah. It looks like a bazooka, but it's for the toilet. It's a commercial grade plunger, which there is only one for the entire entire condo building to share, and they only sell it like you might think a lot of people that are in the condo building want to buy their own bazooka, keep it yeah. next to the toilet. You can't buy them. Uh, it has to be like a management company that buys them. They're not available for regular retail. They're commercial grade. So, welcome to <laughs> Tea Place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to Google Pazooka. I can't even find anything. The Pazooka? It's like uh, yeah. it's like a bazooka, but it's for the toilet. Can you yeah. imagine? Wow. Like there's no, I remember my mom when I was a kid sending me across the street to borrow the plunger from a neighbor and that was embarrassing enough. Going I down bet. to your concierge and you got to leave your ID behind to borrow the bazooka. <laughs> like they know exactly what's going on. You've clogged yeah, yeah. the toilet. <laughs> it's essentially like when you have to grab a bathroom key at a gas station, yeah. right? And you have to go up and leave something behind so you bring it back and it's on like a giant. I wonder if they have the giant piece of wood that's attached to it. <laughs> so you like can't they do steal with the it? bathroom key. Yeah. Oh, oh man. So that sounds like uh, a nightmare. I, some of these, sometimes the more efficient they try and make toilets, the more you have to flush them to get yes. the job done. Yes. So I agree. What what uses more water? Uh, an efficient toilet that you have to flush three times, uh-huh. or an old fashioned one that you just hit once. And away it goes. I love a yeah. good flush. Like I want to see a powerful flush. You know, I want to yeah. see like a river that's going <laughs> downstream. You know. <laughs> I, I want like a uh, public bathroom, <laughs> yeah. stainless steel little bar. You push yeah. that and then it's like. <laughs> <laughs> and you feel like that not only took it out of the toilet, it sent it somewhere really far away. <laughs> Into space. Like it just, <laughs> it's gone to space. <laughs> like it, it may be in space or at the bottom of Lake Ontario. I don't know, wherever it goes. Welcome to the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy 95.3.